We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for July 19th, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. It is always fun talking hockey, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, and it is certainly always fun talking to our dear friend Cam Stewart when we talk hockey, all kinds of betting angles. Cam, I will say this is the first installment of many because there are a myriad of ways to approach hockey betting, and you and I have long maintained and I know we're right. I mean, some people can take issue with this, but I've always maintained hockey is the best sport to bet. I think the odds makers are doing a lot better job now than they ever have, but there are still always little chinks in the armor, and you find some soft numbers if you know what you're looking for. You're absolutely right, Brian. And I'll tell you, uh, Vegas really got on board. When the Golden Knights came around, I started to see guys like you, professionals, they got into hockey, but it used to be sli- like we used to basically attack hockey. Numbers are 20, 30, 40, even 50 cents off a lot of the time. And man, we'd make money. You follow the sport too. It's, it's, it's pretty easy a lot of the time. The travel schedules, just try to figure it out. You know, when teams are going on long road trips, there's certain places where teams go to die. You know, the Western Swing, when you go to Alberta there, there's very, very difficult spots among the season. And I noticed one thing too, Brian, a lot of backup goaltenders, this is a very important angle. Know your backup tenders. A lot of goalies got hurt last year. Some teams have very solid ones, like the Rangers and Georgiev, who could put money in your pocket. You get high totals, and then we tend to take the unders. It's one of those things, Brian, when they were putting out six and a halfs and sevens, that's when we started making money on the unders. And I know you're Mr. Over. 
and you got on a huge streak betting some of these overs, baby. But I'll tell you, look at the teams, the special teams, backup goaltenders, and spots. We're going to be all over this stuff. Buddy, I think you nailed one of the big ones, and I always say this, and I still think even in the 800-pound gorilla where mistakes are made, what do coaches always say? Run, stop the run. Uh, you know, they have their mantras, but they always say, Offense, defense, and special teams, and special teams is a third of the game. And if a team is in the top five in special teams, and they're always pinning a team deep in their own end, and they've got great returns, and they're always winning the field position battle, there's no number for that in relation to the spread, and there should be. I think there should be something factored in in terms of the coaching matchup. In football, it never happens. You find those kind of opportunities. To your point about the backup goalies, I'll tell a quick story. And I may have told you this in the past, but for our listeners, I'm going back about maybe a dozen years, and I happened to be back east. I was back in Buffalo. And, okay, Sabres are playing the Senators. I got a buddy who's down there where he works on the broadcast. He gives me a call the morning of the, the morning skate. And, oh, Ryan Miller's not playing. Marty Baran was on the ice. Um, oh, the backup's playing tonight. Ryan Miller was listed. Okay. Uh, the total on the game's five and a half. Oh, wait a minute. Patrick Laleem, the Senators goalie <laughs> who was playing great at the time. Patrick Laleem. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> He's not taking all the shots in the morning skate. He's not starting tonight. So all of a sudden you found out both backup goalies were playing and the total was five and a half and it sat there all day long. They didn't adjust it. Ten cents and the final score in the game, they scored 12 goals. And so these are the kind of things. And it was one of the first things you brought up and they just don't factor in. A backup is playing. There's a reason the guy's playing 20 games and not 60 games. Good point, Brian. And another thing is there's going to be times this year where these goaltenders get called up and you got to know they're going to be streaky. A great example was Chicago's goalie, uh, Delia. He came up and he was money in the bank. The Blackhawks were playing really bad hockey. He came in and he got on a heater for a while and then reality stepped in and then all of a sudden the overs came back again. These are things you have to follow. The backups, they'll, they'll, run, they'll run the table, kind of like me at the blackjack table for a while, Brian. Hey, I'm all happy. Drinks are flowing and the big double down comes. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Casino, you own me again. You've seen it so many times. You have to follow these trends. You have to be all over this stuff. And, you know, there's certain teams, too, that you look, uh, like the Blackhawks, for example, great offense, horrible defense. You take a look at totals right there, and you got to know, you. as I said before, you got to know your backup goaltenders. you got to know your defense. And a good thing, to, in today's world, Brian, you said it, the morning skate, a lot of these scribes and writers, these guys are all over that stuff. And if you get the information quick before uh, the casino or the book can change it, Get on it, jump on it, be proactive. I'll throw one at you, bud, yeah, and you'll get a giggle out of this. Um, our friends uh, at VSIN. Now, horror, you know, sports betting, uh, you, you do work uh, on the East Coast. This is now a mainstream thing. And hockey, they never paid attention to. Uh, our good friends, Mitch and Polly, they do the morning show uh, on VSIN, uh, and they do a great job. Well, these guys all of a sudden latched on to first period overs in hockey this yep. year. Yep. And all of a sudden, because they had the platform and they were talking about this thing, and I think the Blackhawks had a 20-game streak where they went over one and a half in the first yep. period. Exactly. And these guys are talking about this like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And Cam, 
I've been betting first period overs for three and a half years. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, but but it but it that's great because people are paying attention to hockey now. But these are angles that have always reaped rewards. And I would say to you, uh, the numbers uh, over one and a half in the first period. A lot of times you got to lay a lot of juice. That's the you thing. know what. Mm-hmm. But my approach to first period overs is sit there. There's 12 games on a menu, and I'm looking at it going. I'll do a three-team parlay with the, the three games I identify and do that uh, as a parlay, and you're getting seven, eight to one on it. It's a great bet, and the bottom line is in any hockey game, even a low-scoring game on paper, the bottom line is out of the gate. Somebody's got to get the lead. So they're always going for it in the beginning of games. So over one and a half in the first period could be a play for you, even if it's a game you think it's under five and a half. No, great point. And, and I noticed that too, Brian. Guys, we were smashing these things and when they were even 30, 40 cents. And then all of a sudden, winning, winning, winning. You said it. And then it became minus one and a half, minus 240. Like, whoa, whoa, put on the brakes, bro. You got to do the math. And you got to think about this and go, okay, I get it. But that's it. There becomes a level of juice over maybe 60 cents. It's kind of like what I look like in a baseball game. You know what I mean? If a game's over 60, 65 cents, I'll turn it into a, you know, poly parlay, two game parlay. You could do some round robins and stuff like that. But you said it. These angles are uh, tied, trusted, and true. But a lot of the time, the books adjust. They don't like giving away money and free vouchers and tickets. Hell, Brian, I have problems getting a drink ticket half the time. So they don't want to be <laughs> giving away when these whales come in and smash these first period games. So when the juice becomes a little bit out of control, we can go the other way. But great point. More goals in the first period. Very popular bet. Again, I said this could be the first of 20 installments on this. But one that you and I were always aware of, and we'd call one another if we found out about this, and the success rate is just off the charts and that's get the information and when you get the information if the home team is staging a big ceremony oh yes before the start of a game both teams warm up and then the ceremony's going to begin and the home team comes out after warming up and stands on the bench to be part of the ceremony the visiting team is in the locker room pounding on walls riding the bike doing whatever it's unbelievable. You play the visiting team in the first period and you play them as a dog in the game because so many times they come out of that locker room and jump to a two nothing, three nothing lead. It probably happens seven out of ten times, Cam. And it's Excellent. just it's a yep. gold mine. Great point. And I think during the start of the year, you know, when the blues come out with the cup and all the other things, they're going to be a team to fade. I also think, uh, you know, overachieving with Bennington, they sign them to the deal, but you have to look at these things. This team was last place in the NHL. They got on a heater. O'Reilly got, uh, you know, he got hot and the rest of the team, it all worked out for them. They were very, very close to losing to the Dallas Stars. Let's remember that. So in hockey, unlike other sports too, you're never going to find a team in baseball like uh, yeah, the Baltimore Orioles? No, they're not winning the World Series. Hell, they're not going to make the playoffs of 35 games back, 40 games back. The St. Louis Blues were in last place, got a hot goaltender, and rode it. This is the one sport, Brian, that we can find a team, a huge pooch, and you know what I mean, 20 to 30 to 1, saying, you know what, they're not really that bad. Maybe they need one player at the deadline. Maybe the goalie gets hot. Hockey's different than any other sport. You know, in the NFL, certain teams, you just mark them right off the list. In hockey, it's very bad. A lot of bad teams can still make runs. That's the beauty of it. Good numbers. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net.
And another gold mine can that we've always paid attention to and as friends we've talked about forever and a day. And it holds true in the NBA to a degree. But in hockey, and I, I've put a caveat on it, I say it has to be at least a four-game trip. But teams coming home from the for the first game at home, yeah. from a, a four, at least a minimum four-game trip, and especially if they're cross-country trips coming back, oh, they're back home, and they're a dollar ninety favorite because they're back home. I got news for you. The visitor is the play. That is such a hard deal. It's a brutal game to play. Players come home from a long road trip. Uh, they've got kids. They've got duties yeah. at the house. Honey, they got honey. The bills honey. are coming in. What the uh, hell? Yeah. Who's doing the finances? You didn't hire the kid to cut the grass. What about the pool guy? I'm with you, man. Ah, ah, nagging, nagging. Ah, I just want to go back on a road trip and play hockey. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I'm with you, Brian, and that happens a lot. But I've noticed one thing too. Momentum's a weird thing in today's world, and a lot of these kids are in good shape. I noticed sometimes the first game back, it was a lock a few years ago. Sometimes you just have enough momentum in the first game, but if they win that game, I'll fade them in the second game of a whole trip. Guaranteed. It happens a lot of the time. You come back. You might be rolling on adrenaline. You squeak out a win. You watch the game go. They weren't very sharp tonight, but I'll tell you, if they got a second game at home, we're taking them. That's a great point, Cam. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the other one I would say, buddy, and that's when sometimes the visiting team is sitting in the city yep. either watching a team play one night or watching them play on the road and they have to fly back home and the visiting team sitting there waiting for them. Yeah, that's a beautiful angle too. Love it when the visitors are sitting, waiting. Brian, and, and, and it's interesting. We'll go over some things. As you know, following hockey, there's certain buildings, even when a team isn't very good, that you have to like know the situation. Like sometimes the Florida swing. We know the Florida Panthers are there, Tampa Bay's there. Usually teams don't go and win both of those games. They have one day, uh, you know, they go out there, they play a little bit of golf, they're soft. And one angle that you've really hammered over the last years, and it's great, the father's or the mother's trip. The we best. never talk, oh, you talk about that. People learn about it. It works a lot of the time, too, especially if a team's slumping and they bring the parents on there, it fires them up a lot of the time. These families, they plan trips around it. And a lot of the time, you know, your girlfriend's there. You want to look good in front of them. And they actually perform. The team gets really fired up for the, for the mother's or father's trip, Brian. That's been a great angle, too, that we've capitalized on. Let me tell you how big that angle is specifically. And it's been documented, and we've made a boatload of dough on it. Uh, I'll just give you one example of it. When the Golden Knights, in their first year of existence as an expansion team, Marc-Andre Fleury was hurt. Now, they're going, and their road trip was at Nashville and at Dallas. Malcolm Subban played. Now he's playing his yep. brother. Uh, in a, Vegas wins the game. Subban played great. And I remember saying after that, Max Lagasse, who played 14 games that year, and he still hasn't cut his teeth in the NHL other than that first year. Now it's the next game they're going to Dallas. And I'm saying on my radio show, well, Lagasse's going to play the next night. I had everybody here acting like I was absolutely out of my mind. I said, there's not a doubt in my mind, Lagasse starting. Oh, no, no, Subban played great. You got to ride the hot hand. I said, it's not going to happen. Lagasse's going to play. They all thought I was crazy. They get to Dallas. Max Lagasse played. Max Lagasse won the game. They swept the two games, and the whole premise is why this thing is such a goldmine and so simplistic. 
Max Lagasse has a dad too. So, <laughs> so on the dad's trip, both goaltenders will play, and both goaltenders will play it like it's a playoff game because the backup goalie's got his day in the sun to play in front of his dad. Don't ever sleep yep. on that angle. Excellent point. And I remember that Vegas run, Brian, and that was the thing. I, it's interesting. When the teams from the East go West, I find they struggle a lot more. When the Western teams come East, they just seem to do a little bit better. It's interesting. Those Vegas and the games that you're mentioning, I can remember off the top of my head, Vegas plus 290, Vegas plus three. It, it, like when they first came out, I'm like, when the hell is this team going to lose a game? Like you just have confidence saying they're, pat they're battling. I was at the Leaf game where Vegas was like plus 300. It took a shootout for the Leafs to win. That run that they had in the East Coast, Rangers, Islanders, oh man, it was unbelievable stuff, Brian. And uh, that's a real tough building to play in. I know teams, and now the Vegas teams are going there. It's like, sometimes you got to lay a bit of juice with the Golden Knights, but at home, that angle, these players come here. I don't know if they stay up and party or do whatever, but it's just a hard, hard building to plan. Vegas is money at home. And listen, the visiting teams come into Vegas and they win here in a brutal bit. I'll just tell you how important that angle is and what it's become. You and I have known about this now probably going on five years. In the beginning, it, it, was, it would happen and, and oh, you get, the hardest part is getting the information. And it's easy to do. You just got to look and find a window because it's basically a two-game road trip. They're not going to take the dads on a, on a week-and-a-half trip with them. So you, it's pretty easy to find out now just by simple deduction. But think what this thing has become, Cam. When you watch a hockey game now where the dad's trip is in play, in the beginning, this was never a thing. But when the dad's trip thing's going on now, how many times do they show the dads in the suite? Oh, yeah. Blinking <laughs> beers. Partying up. Yeah. Partying up and going nuts. So yep. it's become, and, I, and I'll just, one more thing on that. The, the, the money you can make on it. Arizona, two years ago, was just brutal. They were a god-awful hockey team. They went up to San Jose. They were plus 390. Mike Smith was the goalie at the time. And the game went to overtime. And it was like maybe in February. It was one of the later ones. They were going nowhere fast, right? They won the game in overtime. Cam, you would have think they won the Stanley Cup. They, the way they went out there, celebrated, went nuts. I actually stuck with it and watched the, the post-game show, and they interviewed Mike Smith. And then they're in the background drinking beer in the locker room. They're, <laughs> they're, going, they're going crazy. And Mike Smith says, well, obviously, we're not going to make the playoffs. He said, this is so special for us with our dads here. This was our playoff game. You know Excellent what I mean? Point. So the players yeah. put so much stock in that, yet the majority of the plays, because these teams are on the road, they're barking dogs on top of it. Yeah, it's you're right. You got and you you have to find those angles. You got to find those bad teams where you know, they're really, really struggling. And then a rival comes in, something important is in the air, Brian. And these are things and in hockey, man, we can really cash in. Some of these numbers, we talked about it off the top. I still think they're a little bit off, but we, we, we're going to find angles. We're going to find ways and we're going to make a lot of money in this thing. We got to find teams to fade that are overrated by the book, a little a teams that are underrated. And we'll be going through this stuff the whole year. But uh, hopefully, buddy, we can make a boatload this year. And uh, I'll tell you one thing about the Coyotes. I think they're going to be a hell of a lot of a better team this year. I think they're going to be a play-on team. I, I think they're a playoff team. I actually think they squeak in, too. I think they can get into eighth. I think 
there's a legitimate opportunity for them. And you got to say, Phil Kessel comes in there five on five. He'll help them, but specifically on the power, power play. play. And I like their goaltending. Yeah, no, I, I and, and last year, the, the problem with, the problem with these guys, they can't score goals. You bring Kessel in, you can say one thing about him. I know he likes to – people are like, hey, Phil Kessel, lose a few pounds. Hey, uh, stop be eating all that street meat. Guy loves street dogs. Trust me, I live in Toronto. I know the guy I used to serve him all the time. You know me, Brian. I plow food, and apparently Kessel was the best <laughs> customer behind me. But uh, anyway, I think he's going to be ready to rock. And, hey, they said tickets were up 500% in Arizona since they signed Kessel. They just needed a big name there, and uh, I think this is a team on the rise as well. Well, I hope the folks enjoy this. And what I would say is that I'm sitting in 109 degree heat talking about hockey. Yeah, it's it's and, hot even here, Brian. <laughs> I, like I, I, I just opened my freezer. I was like, oh, can I crawl in? <laughs> That's your air yeah. conditioning. <laughs> like I would love to sleep in the laundry room if I could. I got a three stacker. It goes, it goes cold. Medium boiling. I'm boiling. I'm waking up. I had, I had a sweat uh, silhouette like a dead man. You know, when the police find the chalk, I was <laughs> like, it was all sweat. I'm like, this blows. I need a new air conditioner, Brian. I hope we do some more shows. Buddy, I'll tell you, though, but we're this excited in the summer months for hockey, but I think it, it just speaks volumes to there's a real opportunity to make some money. And even if it's not your favorite sport, I say the same thing about horse racing. It's growing, though. It's Dick growing. Your toe in the water. And believe me, uh, just we watch what's going on here with people that you know they didn't know if a puck was stuffed or had yeah. feathers in it, and now <laughs> people are nuts. And You're right. Way, and you watch it. Okay, the first year they bet the Golden Knights. Ah, eh, the Golden Knights, right? They bet the go. Now they'll sit there and they'll bet Columbus against the Rangers. Yep, as they're paying attention. And the more people that are betting, maybe the better for guys like you and me, and, and for people that are serious about it. No, I agree. I agree 100%. Man, it's crazy. I ran into Teddy Savransky. His kid's got a gold, Golden Knights jersey when we're at the betting conference there, Brian. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? He's talking about people playing like street hockey in Vegas. I'm like, what kind of world are we living in here? But uh, hey, when you come out and you're the first first year of your team and you go to the Stanley Cup final, there's a lot to be excited about. It's going to be a great year, man. There's a lot of parity in the league, too. That's the thing, man. There's a lot of teams that are really, really close and uh, I think we're going to do some uh, good things this year. Make a lot of money, my friend. All right, pal. As we wrap it up, I would just say this to you in the dog days of summer, uh, with that freezer so appealing to you, whenever that day comes, you can go the Ted Williams route. <laughs> Trust me. I, well, yeah, I, I, I want them to freeze me, Brian. You know me. <laughs> I, I don't do well in the heat. I'm a bear. I like to swim in the stream, grab a few salmon with my paws, but... I'll tell you, man, I don't know how the hell. One day I want to live in Vegas, Brian, but you got to get me an air conditioner the size of T-Mobile Arena because I sweat like a pig. We love talking hockey. We love talking with Cam Stewart. You're the best, pal. We'll do it again soon. Love you, blessing. So, yeah, we'll do be do, we'll be doing good here. i got to call you for some horse picks. i got to tell you something. Saratoga really bothering me. Too many scratches, Brian. Too many scratches. Oh, you have never seen a place on God's green earth. I happened to be there one of those days, and it happened the other day earlier in the week. When it rain, it doesn't rain in Saratoga in the Adirondack. When it's like a faucet opens. Yeah. And the one thing you got to watch is they card so many turf races. When the faucet opens, the card gets decimated. It does. You're absolutely right. Like we're seeing eleven horse fields, Brian, become four horse fields. It's, it's tough because I really like Saratoga. And you told me about Junior Alvarado, who's been real hot. Last week he clipped three at big, big prices. That was the day I didn't have enough money. Junior on the turf, brother. That's Junior it. on the turf. Amen. You got that right. Hey, listen, 
Cam Stewart, he's our hockey thoroughbred. We'll be back talking about it soon. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, BetChrisCanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.